Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 97 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make that theater happen. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcast streaming services. And if you have a spare 30 seconds, please rate and view the podcast on whichever platform you use to help us be more discoverable to listeners who haven't heard about us yet. And now for this week's podcast. It is another NT Live special this week. This Thursday, the 27th of September, 2018, cinema audiences around the globe will have the chance to see an extraordinary production of King Lear starring the incomparable Sir Ian McKellen in the titular role. Um, having studied English literature at Durham University here in the UK, uh, including two years dedicated to Shakespeare, I have a you know, a working knowledge of the Bard's plays, and King Lear is one of my favorites. And I've seen a few productions in my time, not to mention the classic televised 1983 version with Sir Laurence Olivier taking on Lear. I mean, who hasn't seen that that has studied Lear? Um, so it was with an, well, it's with absolute delight that I heard another Knight of the Realm, Sir Ian McKellen, would be returning to a role he previously played in 2007, directed by Trevor Nunn, Sir Trevor Nunn. There's a lot of sirs going on, isn't there? And I didn't get to see that production, so... When I heard Mia Kellen was coming back, I, I was, yeah, just very, very excited. Well, Jonathan Bunby's production, which is currently running at the Duke of York's Theatre, uh, has transferred from Chichester, and it feels uh, astonishingly apt for today's climate of geopolitical posturing, and at one point uh, with a map of Europe being ripped apart by Lear. Uh, the cast, led by Sir Ian, simply uh, cannot be faulted. It's fun. It's evil, it's wonderful, it's deliciously twisted, it's brilliant. From curtains up to lights down, the audience was taken on the most emotional gut-wrenching journey into madness, and a sad journey that Ian takes. And I have to admit, I, I might have been just a little bit teary at the final tableau, Lear cradling Cordelia, whispering the words, no, no, no life, why should a dog or horse or rat have life, and now no breath at all, just brilliant. Anyway, I was able to sit down and talk to some of the women in the cast about a number of unique aspects about this production. Firstly, I spoke with Sinead Cusack about the gender swapping of the role of Kent, something I've not seen before. Now, just a quick word. 
As it often happens, we chat to the company from the warm-up on, and Curtain Call never asks the production to halt in any way. Uh, we never ask people to be quiet, so in this instance, all the guests on this week's podcast are busy getting ready for the show. And Sinead has her own uh, kind of time where she had her hair done in her dressing room at a certain point, and that happens during our chat. Now, I'm not going to apologize for the sound quality, because you know what? You get a real sense of the things happening in the room, which is exactly what we try to achieve with this podcast. Have a listen. First of all, correct me if I'm wrong, but Kent's not often a character played by a woman, is that no. right? So, how refreshing is that? And for, for me, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> because I've never seen a production with Kent played by a woman. No. I think, what a difference. No. Like, completely different. Oh, really? uh, Good. Just a perspective of, of having a, a man's ear, you know, or offering a different out, which isn't taken. I agree. I've been asked to um, do, you know, uh, gender swaps before, mm. but I've always needed really good rationale for doing it. Only for myself. I mean, I love the idea of div- diversity and women playing men and mm. men playing women and all that. It's all great. But I need to have a very clear rationale why it would enhance a production mm. rather than you know, detract yeah, or distract. Just be a gimmick, yeah. A gimmick. So um, I, I was a little wary. And then Jonathan Mumby said to me, he said, you played uh, Paulina in The Winter's Tale. He said, mm-hmm. how was that experience? And I said, she's one of my favourite characters in Shakespeare. And he said, well, Kent is the other side of that same coin. Mm-hmm. And, of course, absolutely wow. right. He's absolutely right. And then the other thing he said to me is, said, do you remember Momolum? And I said, of course oh, I remember Momolum. And he said, she would have done anything to further the peace process. Oh. And she did, oh. famously whipping off her wig mm. during a DUP meeting to shock them into some sort of sanity. And uh, uh, he said she would have done anything. Oh. She would have gone into disguise. She mm. would have done anything. And I, and I then saw Kent. I saw him being played by a woman yeah. I understood how right it would be because she's fearless she stands up to authority she's feisty mm. uh, she interrogates you know the wisdoms yes. received wisdom yeah. she does all that and then she goes because she loves him yeah. that's what we yeah. thought and it's very obvious in the male Kent as played traditionally that Kent loves mm. this man so that there was something great about this man once if Kent could love him in the way she does or he does mm. um, and it's that that she wants to redeem yeah. and bring back you know Matt and I were talking on the way in and we we both at the same time thought, we'd be great to talk to Sinead about and you know for a young actress coming in or actor for that matter yeah. coming in and seeing someone playing the role and now it op- completely opens it up to well it doesn't matter no Oh, because good. it's just oh, good. It's just a name. Yeah. And have, having that 12-year-old actress in the in the audience saying, Come in. One day I'm going to play Kate. Yeah, yeah. Good. This is Kat. Hi, No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We can, we can, I think we can do it at the yeah, same yeah, time. I, we kind of finished, I suppose we just finished about talking how cool it is for young actors to see someone different playing a role that yeah. is traditionally played it's, by a man. I think great. it is really cool. Yeah. It's very inspiring. What was also inspiring is seeing um, the energy of the cast on stage because this is a cast that um, is right across the range from people's very early on careers to people that have had 
a lot, a lot of experience. Yes, Ian and I are very old, John. Okay, I yeah. tried to. I tried <laughs> to avoid to saying avoid that. saying it. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Okay, so um, the twenty years that Ian has on you, Sinead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In my dreams. Um, okay, but it's it's really a, a physical performance as well, and this yeah, is, it is. A, it's non-stop. It is. Um, I think it's a really cinematic production. Carry on, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Um, it's a very cinematic production. It's uh, it has um, great, enormous energy, yeah. and the performances. You know, I've watched all those young ones yeah. um, uh, developing, and their contribution is huge. It's Lear's play, of course. Yeah. It's Lear's play, and Ian is magnificent, and never the same twice from night to night. Someone else said that earlier. Never. Okay, so it keeps us absolutely on our toes. That makes me excited. Yeah, well, it's just wonderful to play with because he's yeah. always present yeah. in the moment, yeah. and you haven't heard it before. So that's what keeps a production like this fresh. Mm. It's having somebody like him at the at the front. But the 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 contribution of the young ones yeah. is um, all that uh, all those different energies that they've got yeah. and they do like the difference between Edmund and Edgar yes. huge yes. the difference between Regan and Goneril yes. huge yeah. um, you know it's I, I think it's a, a really uh, exciting production I, exciting. I think Jonathan's yeah. really clever yeah, yeah. Sinead Cusack there uh, talking about Lear and giving me a bit of grief, um, which I absolutely loved. She's brilliant in the role of Kent, a shake-up that works absolutely beautifully. And I also got to talk to the women who are playing Lear's daughters, Kirsty Bushell, Claire Price, and Anita Joy Iwaje, about the cast change from Chichester. Now, nearly half of the company are new to the production, which can be tricky, uh, but they seem to manage rather well. And we also touched upon the political aspects of the play, something which Sinead also had a bit to say about. My name's Kirsty Bushell, and I'm playing Regan. My name's Claire Price, and I'm playing Goneril, who's the eldest and best. <laughs> <laughs> My name's and worst. <laughs> and worst. My name's Anita Joy Uwaje, and I'm playing Cordelia, who's the youngest and actually the best. Okay, and <sighs> Lear's daughters, the, the, the three sisters. <laughs> and, yes, um, you got this is a this is a trash from Chester. You did this before, yes? Is that right? I did. Kirsty. Oh, so we did it. Okay, now the mm. dynamic shift. Yeah. This is yeah. interesting. Yeah, so I'm the most authentic. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so then you guys had you guys had to play kind of catch up and and create a sisterly bond or whatever. I mean, I know that the, the everyone gets their own piece of the action mm. from um, from dad. Uh, mm. Cordelia, not so much, mm. but um, you know, you, you do have to present yourselves as sisters. And how how did that work for you guys in the rehearsal process or whatever? Like, how did you kind of come together and and, and create the sisterhood? Mm. Well, I suppose Jonathan was very clear when we first spoke about it that, uh, that we were really we really wanted to make Regan and Goneril different. Mm. Um, very we different. didn't want them to mold into this, you know, uh, basically the ugly sisters type mm. tro- you know mm. and so when there was another actress playing I, you know my first question was you know, have you know is Claire, and is Claire of a same similar mind because we'd worked very hard in the mm. you know in the earlier production to separate those two women out mm. um, to make sure that they were specific and real 
um, and and absolutely, John, Jonathan. I mean, when he first spoke to me about it, he said he felt that Regan came, spoke more from the heart. Basically, mm. it was more reactive, more emotional, and Goneril was sort of more of a political, yeah, yeah um, and more logistical. And he said that absolutely, Claire. I mean, Claire is a brilliant actress and really receptive and appreciative to the text. Because actually, I think that is in the text. Yeah. Yes. So he said, yeah, yeah Claire is absolutely. Um, you know, that was of her mind when she came to playing. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. idea of playing Goneril. So y- that was the first thing. Actually, you know, obviously there's there's considerable differences mm-hmm. because of the way that they're treated. I would say. But yeah, so that's that's that yeah. you know the first. Yeah. Um, I mean, joining joining us from your perspective, mm. there were people, uh, actors who were on the the, the, the transfer board before at Chester Festival Theatre, like coming into a family, as it were. Um, what was it like for you guys? And I'm sure you were welcomed. I mean, theatre, we, we do love each other, but, you know, and it's okay. You can say you hated it. It was horrible. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, no, it was actually really yeah. nice. I think everybody was really welcoming, and nobody, at least for me, didn't make me feel like oh we did it like this before so mm. we'll do it like that again it was never like that it was actually like you know you come with your own ideas you come with your own understanding of who Cordelia is and what her journey is and what her purpose is mm. in, in, in this play um, and so yeah it was really it was a really warm reception and really openness to yeah. to what I was going to bring to this character and so that was really refreshing and actually really settled me when I joined which was nice and I just, I mean, I just had to treat it that way because I didn't see the production in Chichester. I've never come into something that's already had a life yeah. before. Mm. So I just treated it as the first day of... Mm. And on the first day, uh, Sinead said, Sinead who plays Kent, said, oh, I'm treating this as a total rethink. Mm. Mm. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it if I didn't know that was possible. So I thought, oh, OK, so they are, they are not thinking... Well, I'll just come on and do that. I'll stand mm. there where I did it and change that yeah. work. They're thinking this is now four weeks yeah. of rethinking. Yeah. So then I must, I must just take that as permission to, mm. to do it. And it, I mean, it seems to me like it's, I mean, it's it's fifty percent new people yeah. Yeah. as well, and in yeah. major parts. Yeah. So it's it's had to be sort of re-examined. Yeah. And and nobody ever said, no one ever said, you came on there last Mm -hmm. time, which that's something that people stumble into. Um, And that's never, ever happened. So, so. I mean, I suppose for the the people who came with the show from Chichester, it's a new new house. And with a new house comes a new feeling. I mean, I've played Chichester, it's a completely different house. So, um, uh, you know, it must, that's got to be good for you as well to revisit it from a different perspective, walking into a new space and. Um, yeah, it's been great actually. The first, you know, the first time we did it in Chichester, you know, it was Jonathan runs a really happy rehearsal room, mm. and you know, I know that he, you know, wanted and, and Ian wanted as well to keep us, you know, to to, uh, to keep everyone together. That's not going to be possible, and and actually, everyone was delighted with who came, you know, who came and and who came in. Mm. So it, the whole thing. And again, the the rehearsal room was light and fun, and there was an ease. So I think, yeah, there's this, yeah. And then of course we're in a different space, and it's a different company. Um, you know, we had to work quickly as well because there was only three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Jonathan was in a slightly more relaxed position because yeah. he could have seen what technically didn't work or where he would have liked to have push things further so I think he felt in a quite a strong position coming into a new space because yeah. he had already seen it and and you know and everyone's in the company is is pretty lovely so 
it was just yeah it was really open it felt like mm. a really open happy experience yeah. and this is a in a very astute and acute represent, uh, representation of what I see as the politics in America at the moment and um can you feel like the energy? There was a real energy from in the audience for me, and people. I think they just got the characters, and they got the ambition really quickly. There's no wishy-washiness about what the people were after, which is mm. the gratification self and the self-aggrandization. You know, just getting ahead at any cost. Really, was like I felt it kind of come through. And is that something that? That was a through line for you guys. We talked. We talked about Trump yeah. a lot. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It just. It really felt. I just. Oh my god! I get this. Like from straight, mm. straight away. Yeah. Um, yes. With with Lear, you know, saying praise me at the beginning. Can tell me how much you love me. Oh, you know, yeah. it's, like a narcissist controlling it's, it's, narcissist. It's, it's just yeah. perfect. Yeah. And Brexit, of course. Yeah. You know, when I see sometimes when I see those <clears throat> maps being ripped up. Mm. You know the rashness. The I, I think that really cuts the audience. That bit. Now, I don't know if it happens every night, but the, the response from the audience when things are ripped yeah, and yes. France is ripped away from mm. England, there are people like ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what are we yes, doing? Exactly. <laughs> That's what it actually yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah like it's that. when you see it in those really raw terms. Mm. You know, maps being torn apart. Yeah, it's painful, yeah. and and the consequences of that. Yeah, that rush, separation, that you know, disintegration, that, and that the, when leadership is so faulty, mm. <laughs> it means that everyone behind becomes faulty. Mm. So the daughters are all over the place because mm. their father is all over the place. You know, he's not. I mean, he's never been that. That the one problem I have with the play. And this is a, a problem with women in Shakespeare: mm. is that they're so lightly etched. Yeah. They're perfectly etched, mm. but it's very light. Mm. They're just filled in with. You know, we have a we have one conversation, the three of us. Yeah, mm. and that's it. That's got to, to feed the audience for the rest of the evening. Mm. That that was the dynamic between the three: one of them going, "I see you," mm. and the other two going, "I don't know what you're talking about. You need to look at yourself." Mm. And that's that. Mm. That's all we have. And then the next thing we know is one has been trying to get mm. her murdered. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. all we. Mm, mm. So, uh, but that that lightness from that, you know, you, they they have a conversation at the start where they say, he, "But he's always been difficult. It's not just because he's old. Mm, he's yeah. always been. Tra- he's never known who he is. Yeah. And as a consequence, we're who we are." But we only and get to say it once. We only get to say it once, and we only get to say it very briefly. Yeah. But I think that 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 I see as mm. an outsider looking on at America is that when you have a bad guy in the White House. Mm everyone's a bad guy because mm. everyone goes I can say what I like yeah. I can be who I want yeah. I don't have to be careful anymore about yeah. my manners yeah. I can do whatever I want now because he does yeah. and I think that's what the play mm. it's the it's unraveling really of that. it's like the, the holes the gaps that are created um, in these divisions yes all of these things can you know gush into gush it. into it yeah um, and those people aren't necessarily equipped to handle it to, to handle it um, I talked to the sisters. I was down yes. speaking to the, the three the sisters, girls, the yeah. girls, uh, about how apt this play is right now. And as an American watching Did this show, I, I mean, my favorite line in the play is a dog. It's Lear's line, yeah. and the line is a dog's obeyed in office. Yeah. <laughs> and he, I know that Ian thinks of Trump every time he yes. says it. Yeah, a dog's there, there obeyed. Was chuckles. Oh, there was, there were, there were real recognitions, and I was telling the girls, like as an American watching this thing, yeah. where, where everything was about self, 
aggrandization, self yeah. self promotion, like like beyond just not saying anything beyond here, saying what you wanted to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Even to the point of killing your family. Yes. In order to get yes. and at the beginning when Mira is saying, Tell me how much you love me, sitting down and fighting this place. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. So it really is that? Can you, I, I felt it in the audience. I don't know if you guys can. Feel well, it. you see, that's the wonder of Shakespeare, John. To me, is yes, we happen to be in a time where there is such volatility in the world, such madness in the world, mm. as epitomised by Trump, as epitomised by Brexit, division, mm. yeah. all that sort of yeah. um, stuff. You know, the play appears to be incredibly opposite and, mm. uh, you know, uh, mirroring all sorts of turmoil that's happening in the world today. But actually, in almost all Shakespeare's plays, I find that there are uh, levels that you can explore yeah. where our world is, the world we live in today, is revealed in his play and, you know, opened up in yeah. his plays. Yeah. It's, he's, he's just genius. Yeah. You know? Kirsty Bushell, Claire Price, and Anita Joy Iwaje, along with Sinead Cusack, from the company of King Lear, currently playing at the Duke of York's Theatre in London's West End. But more than that, it's available globally this Thursday, the 29th of September, 2018, at a cinema near you. Treat yourself. Watch this masterclass of theater making. Now, before we wrap up, if you are a theater professional, you need to head on over to curtaincallonline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is create an account with an email address, make up a cool password, and away you go. You can follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Curtain Call. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Just get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at john at curtaincallonline.com. It just leaves me to say a huge thank you to the entire company of King Lear at the Duke of York's Theatre. Go see it, people. And this will not be the only podcast from this production. We'll be bringing you some more of the men from Lear at some point in the very near future. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.